Hello, it's Kaylee with Whiskey and Popcorn, and I'm joined by the usual suspect Tuesday. Hey, hey, moviegoers! And we're at the 21st Phoenix Film Festival, and it's better than ever. Seriously. So first, fans of the festival might be wondering why it's happening in August, which for Phoenix is like literally the worst time of year. But, you know, COVID has made a mess of almost everything, including film festival schedules. And to be honest, it hasn't been too bad for us. We've gotten a lot of monsoon action, including me trying to drive home at night when we're just getting dumped on. It's a little insane. We're going 35 miles an hour on the freeway. But I have to. Oh, that night was crazy. A few times I almost pulled over on the 51 because I like wasn't sure if I should keep driving. So we survived that. But the good thing was, was we saw some really good movies. So it was totally worth it. Right. Neither of us floated away. And here we are still reviewing movies. Oh, and speaking of being here, our friends Amanda and Jen will also be joining us throughout this festival coverage. I'm so excited! Let's get this movie party started! To kick off our reviews, I want to start with one that you actually picked out Tuesday, The Immortal Jellyfish. Oh my god, I'm so excited (laughs) that I picked it. Um, It was a surprisingly wonderful film. Um, It's directed by Dusty Bias. It stars Whitmere Thomas, Rosalind Coleman, Robert Longstreet, William Zlinski, Colin Moss, and Esme Hill. So, to start things off, The Immortal Jellyfish is this dark comedy our main actor he lives in kind of uh in like a camper trailer yeah he kind of lives in like a camper trailer in the middle of what is kind of his hereditary family land and he very much lives off the grid and seems to make most of his money by selling his paintings off the side of the road Ironically, the road doesn't seem to be frequented by a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, what is he painting but jellyfish? All different kinds of jellyfish on whatever he can really find as a canvas. A lot of wooden boards, some like metal scraps. His whole thing is like, you know, the, the jellyfish, it lives forever. And if anybody's confused about that, basically he's referring to this sort of funky lifestyle that jellyfish will start off as little polyps they get big and then they sort of kind of die air quotes here float to the bottom of the ocean and then they become like sea anemones uh and then you know they get bigger and bigger and eventually become jellyfish very unscientific here for me i have heard about this life cycle before but it sounds fantastical anywho so he's making these paintings and he is really not making much of a buck oh and he happened to has a bad case of the fire piss like when we first meet him is he's trying to take a pee by the side of the road and it's not going very well as we find out later it's a kidney stone the worst yeah and he's very much suffering 
obviously a product of Alabama healthcare. He does not have any. So while he is at a local market, which to us would be like a 7-Eleven that also, like, you can also buy, like, fish bait and, like, shrimp. Um, <laughs> after he proceeds to steal a bunch of things from there, he also asks for a number for, like, a nurse hotline. And that's where the story kind of all starts going crazy. Right. So what happens is, is that he calls the nurse hotline. He's trying to describe his problem and she needs his name, his address. And like, you know, many people out there in the world, he's like very leery to give out his personal information. So he comes up with the code name Jelly Fish. So first name Jelly, last name Fish. Hence, uh, alludes to our title there. While this is happening, while he's talking to the nurse, a body floats up near his trailer and he and the nurse, who's named Linda on the phone, who we like never see, they become basically madcap partners in this crime solving, trying to figure out why this guy washed up. He's been shot like, what was it, eight times in the back? Yeah, it's like three in the back, one in the leg and like one in like the calf and it's crazy because, of course, then we, we figure out that Linda's a sleuth, you know, and she goes, well, where are the bullets? Oh, well, that means he was shot from behind. This was betrayal. <laughs> and so, like, and so, you know, they're now going to go down this crazy world of, like, one, trying to make sure this guy doesn't die because then you have to deal with a dead body. And she's a nurse, but she's very much like a nurse practitioner. And not a lot of people call a nursing hotline for something like how to remove bullet wounds or bullet holes. So like she um, like basically so, Googles it and walks him through step by step and he has to use the tools he has in his trailer, which they are not sanitary. He boils them, but like they're not sanitary. He's using like needle nose pliers and like a butcher's knife. It's really kind of gruesome. And occasionally this this shot up guy kind of screams and then passes out again. But yeah, it it's it's very much a hilarious tales ensue. And they're not only trying to figure out why this man washed ashore in uh, in like a little floaty um, in front of Denny's trailer, but also, you know, he has people going after him trying to buy his land and and he has a local cop that's, you know, also on his back. So it, it's just all of these stories and issues all going in and out of the, the main plot line. And it's just hilarious. I Can I just also say that Wintermer Thomas, our lead, is freaking amazeballs. He so embodied the character of Denny, who a lot of people would categorize as white trash. <laughs> you know from the back bayous of Alabama but oh my gosh I was just so into his character the whole time he's just he's one of those guys and by very much I would say 95% of the film is him and he's just one of those guys that we're we watched this at Phoenix Film Festival 2021 and I promise you in eight months he is going to be like some breakout movie star in some movie. And we're going to be like, oh, well, we knew him when. <laughs> and it, he just has those vibes. Like he just, he plays it so well. 
Yeah, and he he's actually been in some TV shows, so you might recognize him. He was in The Walking Dead as Gunther, um, and he was also in Glow as Justin. But yes, I think he'll become even more and more recognized as time goes on because, like this, this film was just what a way to start the festival like it really blew all my expectations out on the water because you never know what you're gonna get with film festivals which is half the fun yeah and at no time did it feel like a low budget film or um and it, it, some people could say that maybe it felt like meandering but to me it felt like a roller coaster like you yes. genuinely just did not know what was going to happen next. And I really, really liked that because for us seeing so many films, a lot of things are so predictable and this really wasn't. And I want to go back to it being like a, a 95% um, uh, Whitmere Thomas. Mm-hmm. So back in Sundance 2018, one of our favorite films came out of Denmark. It was called The Guilty. Mm-hmm. And in a similar premise, we have one character who's kind of in a room. For Denny, it's his trailer. And it very much the entire movie almost plays out in this one particular area with this one actor. And this entire time in The Guilty, he is talking to someone on the phone. Very similar to how Denny is talking to the nurse on the phone the whole time. And, like, I don't know, it just gave me those similar vibes. Completely different premise of movie. But we see that a lot more when we're working on a budgeted concept where we can't have, like, multi-million dollar sets. But it doesn't diminish the plot line or the story at right. all. Right. I thought the exact same thing. Um it, like completely different tone, different story, but that idea of like a one man show, you know, a single place. So I, I totally agree. Um, this one did have a few more locations, but it was very minimal stripped down and it didn't need any more, though. I also want to give a quick shout out to Robert Longstreet. He played the uh, obnoxious neighbor that Diddy had who he wants to buy off his land and like build a really fancy marina. He's sort of this uh, catalyst for uh, Denny to always be cautious about like who he gives out his name to or who he's talking to. He's like, what do you want? This is my land kind of thing. But that dynamic between them was great comedic fodder. I really enjoyed how they played off each other. Also, huge shout out to nurse linda on the phone she was played by rosalind coleman and we do get to see like her silhouette at the end but otherwise she's just a voice on the phone and i'm like ooh, she's got a good voice she could be a radio voice (laughs) yeah oh absolutely but uh overall just what a fantastic way to start off the film festival and i absolutely hope it gets picked up it's one of those like kind of funky vibes that like amazon prime would be about um that's a Mm -hmm. that's a little rogue and off the wall but absolutely fun to watch oh yes i highly recommend trying to catch the immortal jellyfish and that being said i think it's time to do our grading which we have decided for this film festival and moving forward we'll be grading in number of shots one through five five being the best one being the worst and if it's truly mind-blowing amazing It'll be a double shot. So Tuesday, in shots, what would you give this film? This is strong acting, unique storyline, 
super fun, a very solid four out of five shots for me. I couldn't agree more. Like this was, a, like I said, a great way to start off the film festival, a solid four shots out of five. It's going to be one of those films that I will remember. Absolutely. But we have plenty of other amazing films to tell you guys about. So if you're wondering why we're only doing four, just stay tuned and wait and see. <laughs> but I think it's time to pour ourselves a drink. What do you got, Tues? Just as crazy as this film, I think you and I went a bit off the rocker with our uh, drink choices. For me, I immediately after the film thought about it's it's a, a traditionally a shot but it can be made into a cocktail as well. And it's called Sex with an Alligator. <laughs> yeah. So this is a, a layered cocktail or a layered shot. It has coconut rum on the bottom. Any kind of like melon liqueur that you would like. Mm -hmm. Pineapple juice. And then you've got a little bit of raspberry liqueur in there. And then you have a topper of Jägermeister. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is a gem and it's not as sweet as you would think it actually is super super mellow um and the layers just like give me that like bayou kind of feel that the movie had and it's just it's awesome <laughs> well i'm going with one that you guys may have seen making its rounds out on the uh socials on the instagrams perhaps or maybe tiktok but it's called the blue jellyfish. Uh, it is also a layered shot. What you need is blue curacao, some vodka and sambuca, and a little bit of half and half. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna start with the curacao at the bottom, and then you're gonna layer the vodka on top of that, and then layer the sambuca. And the sambuca actually kind of goes through the vodka, and then pushes the vodka up. So the vodka kind of pulls up some of the blue. So you get like the gradation, if you will, of the ocean. And then you take a little like eyedropper, take a drop of the half and half and put it in the drink, just one. And it just kind of expands and creates these little tendrils and it kind of looks like a jellyfish. And it looks so much like Denny's paintings. <laughs> so it's wild. Uh, we will link of a video of this drink because it is worth seeing. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love those ones that that look all crazy with the yeah. I totally know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, that's it for this first review. But stay tuned for more Phoenix Film Festival coverage. Uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram for daily updates and bookmark our website Whiskey and Popcorn for all your movie reviews, news, and so much more. For Kaylee, I'm Tuesday. You've been partaking in whiskey and popcorn. 